You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. That's Friday night. It's Thursday morning. I wish you guys could see us right now. Key got that creepy uncle dance in the club. You know what I mean? TV term, take us full so we can see it, baby. Take us full. <laughs> Happy birthday, man. Thanks, Rob. Happy I birthday. that, man. Shot, 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 shot. Uh, I ain't, no. Uh, Everybody. I ain't, I ain't going to the bar with you. No day drinking today? No, nah, not today. <laughs> not We're today. off at 10 a.m. Yeah, maybe, maybe See, tomorrow, I got, a, I got NFL Live later on with the guys, and so I can't. Maybe later. You might need maybe. a drink after you hear Dan Orlovsky talk again, though. <laughs> man, stop, Dan. We'll have Dan's comments in an hour. What are we talking about? It's worth the wait. Believe me. Trust me. If, I, if, 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 if I didn't have TV tonight, we could have went and put a few back. Okay. Right? So how Zubin, you Zubin, we are taking you, when, when we are allowed to do so, post-COVID, we are taking you out to a club. This is happening. I want to get a picture of you at a table with like five bottles of Dom. And I want you to wear the do-rag in the club, too. I want you to own it and a sweater at the same time. You know, when people say, who is that over there? That's our executive producer. (laughs) No, no, I better yet. That's the guy who owns ESPN. (laughs) (laughs) Owns ESPN. Can't hide money. In that case, make it 10 bottles of Dom. It's somebody else's money. It's somebody else's money. How are you guys watching sports tonight? We got your Lakers. Obviously, we got the NFL. We got so many NFL guests. Your boy Boomer is going to be with us at 9 o'clock Eastern this morning. How are you watching this tonight? I'm going to try to find... I think I'm, so. I got NFL Live, so I got to come and go and come back in, into the city. Um, I'm going to try to find a, a nice spot that has some television so I can see them both. Because at home, I only got one TV. So I'm slumming right now, man. <laughs> Lakers, though, start early, so you could watch yeah, the Lakers. Yeah, but I, I need to see them both, though, right? I can't be uh, uh, switching back and forward. I want to be able to sit there and see them both simultaneously at the same time. How are you doing? I, I already got the setup. I got the home theater downstairs. It could break down to multiple screens. I already got the MJ tequila, the Sincor on Yeho. Uh, I'm very, I'm going to be locked in tonight. Tonight is like, tonight is going to be my dream. I'm going to put down my daughter, Amelia, give her a big kiss, put her down early and tell the wife, Hey, just, you can scroll. Go on your IG, do whatever you need to do. I'm locked in. This time of year for me is very difficult because the weekends, yeah, because the weekends, typically Saturday is spent college football Mm. from top to bottom and Sunday, top to bottom NFL. And so as he mentioned tequila, you know, you between them two days, man, you might go to a couple bottles. (laughs) We saw Michael drinking that to the last dance. Every every yeah, time you hear a shot of Michael, got the brown liquor there. I'm just, talking, I'm just talking about a sliver, though. I'm just saying, I just need a sliver it start, for the whole it night. It start I'm off good. as a sliver. No, I, I'm not going to. Tomorrow, we'll be sitting there talking about, damn, Jay. Is Jay, call, call Jay and see, see if no, he's coming. I'm, I'm a renaissance. I'm classy. Let's go to the sliver, and that's all I need for tonight. Uh, Key did mention college football is part of his future, part of our future, Penn State head coach James Franklin. He's had a lot of angst. He said the Big Ten should be playing. Months ago, he said, I'd be ready to play even if the other schools weren't ready to play. We'll get his thoughts at 7.15 Eastern. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin reminding you, ESPN Audio at home via your smart speaker, right? We're all working at home these days. Well, not us, but a lot of people are. ESPN Audio at home brought to you by Mercedes-Benz Vans. Drive a Mercedes-Benz van and find out how far an extra mile really goes from customization and service to financial assistance. Mercedes-Benz Vans are ready 
for anything. I want you to listen to this from Max Kellerman, our colleague, Max Kellerman show two to four Eastern on ESPN radio, who essentially said the force must be with LeBron because he has to, whether he likes it or not, conquer Kawhi on the way to an NBA title. You must confront Kawhi, LeBron. He won the championship last year. He was the finals MVP. He won an MVP at the age of 22 for the defense he played on you when the Spurs beat your heat. You must confront Kawhi, the man who you cleared the decks for, and asked him to join you and AD on your Death Star. The point is, Kawhi said, I'm not joining you. I'm hunting you. I'm coming to get you. And that's the dude you're going to have to face and beat. If you want people to say you've, sti- you've been the king all along or you're back on your throne, because right now Kawhi's sitting on it, whether you like it or not. Put him on notice, Jay. Wow, the voice, though. <laughs> good. The, vo- the delivery, though. It was very, I felt like I was, uh, I was hearing like the, the, I don't know, the chronicles of some kind of new movie. <laughs> I- Look, LeBron doesn't have to prove anything to anybody other than himself right. and the Lakers organization. Thank you. But, but those type of narratives only become enhanced exponentially if Kawhi, who you know is going to guard LeBron, right? Like LeBron, I thought LeBron should have been on an all-defensive team. I don't go into that matchup saying LeBron James is going to guard Kawhi Leonard. I go into that matchup saying I know for certain that Kawhi Leonard is going to guard LeBron, Mm. right? So that mentality, if Kawhi is able to beat LeBron and then win a championship, that narrative will continue to explode. And I will say this, you have to start putting Kawhi Leonard's name in the conversation of one of the greatest of all time. Mm -hmm. Three championships on three different teams. And if they go through LeBron and the Lakers and they go through whoever comes out of the East, which they will be the heavily favored, you have to assume that with the way Kawhi has been playing, averaging 20, you know, 30 points in the postseason, that he will get another finals MVP. It will thrust him into that stratosphere. And we have to start giving him flowers for that accomplishment if it goes down that way. You know, I I hate when people do this to LeBron and make it seem as though he's running from players. He's not running from that. No, but, but they make it seem as though he's running from other star players in certain situations. But, Key, look at that narrative, though. Look. You know, the story that got out about LeBron wanting Kawhi to join him. But, on he, but I know, I, know, but but I they, want you to join me doesn't mean I, that I'm running from you. I it just agree, means brother. I'm trying to get strong. I agree. With you. I'm just trying to tell you from now. You, I know you're talking to me internally from the soul of a Lakers fan, right? And a LeBron no, I'm fan. talking about just in general, Jay. Just because LeBron reaches out to players and say, yo, come join me so we can run the league, doesn't mean I want you to join me because I'm afraid of you. Let's not set that narrative because that is exactly the way people want to try to make it sound is that he called him and said, man, you need to come play with me because I don't want to go up against you. And Kawhi is like, well, I'm not going to join you because I'm chasing you and I want to bust you. Can I, Let's not can make I, it Can that, I play though. devil's advocate, though? Yeah, go ahead. If I'm just playing devil's advocate, mm-hmm. right? I, I'm in between. We're on both sides here of this. Well, we can't be so, on both sides. I, yeah, yeah. You pick, can't a side. You, you pick a side. Pick a side. One or the other. You can't be down the middle. Who the, wants to be practical? The voice. All I'm saying, Key, is if you and I are meeting and we're constantly being compared. Yes. The competitive nature of old school people will say, I ain't trying to play with you, man. 
I'm trying to run through you. And that's a narrative of people that like the Michael Jordans, that want to say that LeBron is not the greatest of all time, try to use against him. Now, I'm not saying that narrative is correct, but him offering that extension by saying Kawhi can play with me and then Kawhi fitting into the narrative of the Michael Jordan people saying, nah, I'm but trying to Kawhi, run through but you. But Kawhi didn't, come, didn't go to the Lakers for a number of reasons. That wasn't because of LeBron. I he understand. He, you know, it's a number of reasons. But then when you get into the conversation that he has to guard him or he has to beat him and win and all those sort of things, it's not about Kawhi. He needs to win a championship because he has the purple and gold on. Once and again. When you great, when you great and you put the purple and gold on, the, your expectations heightens. And that means that you got to deliver if you want to be in the Raptors with those Magics and Kareems and Kobe Bryant and Jerry Wessels and Elgin Baylors and Will Chamberlain's. You got to win. You can't just come to L.A. and just run around and not deliver a championship. It's not going to work like that. Once again, you are right, but you are practical. We do not live in a practical world. I know. Just look at Twitter. Go look at your Twitter. What's Twitter saying? They're they're, they're probably kidding me. Twitter's telling us to go to break. Twitter, the least practical thing that's ever been invented. We'll see the Lakers and the Rockets tonight. LeBron looking for his 10th finals appearance. The Lakers looking for their first title in 10 years. Still to come, the NFL, as we know, kicks off tonight. Texans, Chiefs. The Big Ten may not be kicking off at all. Or is there an October surprise coming from the conference? We'll talk to one of the league's best head coaches about that. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Welcome back to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, coming to you live from the Seaport District at Pier 17. We're brought to you by Chase. We're in Lower Manhattan here in New York City. We're getting ready for the NFL tonight. A little college football this weekend for the ACC and the Big 12. The Big 10 
is on hold. And that's where we want to begin with Penn State head coach James Franklin. A pleasure to have him join us on the Shell Pennzoil performance line. Coach, if this was normal times and this is anything but, you already would have played Northwestern and you'd be getting ready to go to Bloomington to play Indiana this Saturday. That's all off the board with the Big Ten. So I've got to ask you, what have discussions been like and what are you hearing about a possible restart later in the fall? Yeah, guys, I appreciate the opportunity to be on. Uh, you know, it's it's been challenging, as, as you guys know. Um, you know, I think the big challenge is as the head football coach, your, your players and parents think that you have all the answers to what's going on. But but the reality is uh, we're we're dependent on you know the Big Ten um, you know, to drive to drive this thing forward. So uh, it's been challenging. It, it, it truly has uh, in terms of where we're at. Uh, I'm not really sure, and I think that's that's part of the problem. You know, to me, I've said this from the beginning. I don't necessarily have uh, an issue with, with the decision. I got an issue with the process and I got an issue with the timing, you know, um, to be able to stand up in front of your team and tell them and the parents that the, that the season is canceled slash postponed, but not have any answers of, of how that affects their futures. Uh, and when we will be playing football and still having a month later, you know that's the hard part. That that's that's been really really challenging. And I think you know leadership. A big part of leadership is to to be able to deliver answers to people's questions, and also to be able to drive people towards a vision and drive people towards a plan. And right now we don't have those things. What's happening, Coach? How you doing, man? Good. Appreciate you, brother. Long time no talk. Let me ask you this question. Uh, what message are you getting or what the, the schools are getting from Commissioner Kevin Warren? What what information are you getting? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick to what's going on here at Penn State. Uh-huh. Um, you know, with, with, our, with, our, with our team here, I'm just trying to tell our guys to stay, stay ready so we don't have to get ready. You know, keeping everybody motivated and controlling the things that, that we can control. Um, and that uh, they've done a phenomenal job with that. You know, obviously with all the testing procedures and policies that we have here at Penn State to keep everybody as safe as we possibly can, you know, while still helping them get better to achieve their achieve their dreams. But I think that's that's been the issue is we just haven't gotten great communication from from the beginning. Uh, we've never really fully been told or understood. Uh, why the season was shut down in the first place. Um, and then there has, hasn't been a whole lot of communication since. And when I say communication, we've had meetings, but I'm talking about kind of really understanding why and what and how we got here. Penn State head coach James Franklin with us on the Shell's Pinzoil performance line. Coach, when you, how difficult has it been, though, sitting on the sidelines and watching these other schools play right now? Yeah, that, that's the challenge. I mean, not not only to not be going through our normal routines um, is that challenging, um, but but then to be sitting sitting there on a, a Saturday or a Friday night and watching other people play, and we're not a part of it. And you know, and everything you hear, everybody you talk to, the problems have nothing to do with football. You know, nothing, yeah, you haven't heard any issues about football. We haven't had any here and nobody I've talked to have had anybody here. It's all the behaviors away from football. 
so that would lead you to the argument wouldn't wouldn't it make sense to keep sports going to keep people busy um because you know everything i've heard it's been it's been the actions away from the sport that have that have really caused the issues coach sticking to penn state football and and your testing you know lincoln riley made some comments the other day about he doesn't plan to share information on positive coronavirus tests uh, obviously several programs uh, at Penn State have been shut down uh, indefinitely due to 48 students uh, that have tested positive. What is your current team's policy on whether you would share that information or not? Well, well, two things. I, I want to be very, very clear on this is I think right now during this time, transparency is really important for everybody. Um, I think it's important for your own team and your own parents I think it's really important, you know, for college athletics and, and, and the game of football. Um, I don't think this is this is a time or a moment. I mean, every obviously everybody has the ability to you know, run their program the way they see fit. But I do think right now transparency is, is the most important thing you can do, uh, you know, when it comes to health and, and welfare. Um, I also want to be very, very clear is Penn State put out a uh, – uh, our test results, like we always do, and talked about you know some programs being paused, and you know, the, the challenge with that is right away everybody uh, during this time of year everybody focuses on football. So I see things on social media being put out there that that show Penn State football logo uh, and Penn State football pictures with you know with uh, Penn State footballs being put on pause and and shut down. That that's not the case. You know, again, you know, it, we're we're just reporting the numbers from the athletic department. But Penn State football had practice yesterday. Penn State football has practice today. Um, you know, fortunately, uh, based on our guys' discipline and based on our guys' decision making and, and a little bit of fortune, a little bit of luck, uh, you know, we we've we've been in pretty good place. You know, um, really since June. Uh, so uh, you know, so that that's not us. That's not our program. Coach, is it, considering that 48 players across multiple sports at Penn State have tested positive for COVID, are any of those players on your team currently? Yeah, yeah. Obviously, we're going to have we're going to have COVID tests. Uh, you know, we're going to have COVID positives across all sports. You know, obviously, we can't get into the specifics. That's why we don't we don't release it. But um, you know, like I said, we've been testing since June and, and really have handled it extremely well i couldn't be more proud of our guys um but but you know obviously based on the sports that have been paused and the sports that have been shut down uh we're not one of them coach james franklin penn state's uh head coach joining us on the shell Pinzall performance line let me ask you this question uh coach how concerned are you that coaches within college sports will try to exploit players in terms of continuously playing them, keeping them on the field or on the basketball court or any sport for that matter, even though they have positive tests. You're talking about the players that are actually positive? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I don't I don't believe that whatsoever. I, I think there's a – I've been doing this for 25 years. Mm-hmm. I, I've never seen that at any place I've ever worked. Um, and to be honest with you, the football coaches don't make medical decisions anyway. That that's the university, you know, um, physicians. That's Big Ten policies. But but I've never been I've never been a part of that. 
I've never been a part of seeing, you know, any coaches that, that make decisions that aren't in the best interest of the student athletes. I think, you know, sometimes that's the, the, uh, the perception that's out there based on, based on some narratives. But again, I've been doing this 25 years. I have not been a part of that. I've been a head coach in the SEC. I've been a head coach in, in the Big Ten. I've coached in every major conference, including the NFL. I haven't seen that. Coach James Franklin joining us on the Shell Pennzoil Performance Line. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Get your quote at Progressive.com today. Coach, really appreciate your time. There's so many other issues out there. You had Michael Parsons opting out. He'll likely be a top 10 pick. And then it comes down to roster construction. You got 85. You're going to welcome another 25 in soon. So I know you're dealing with a lot of issues that many coaches are around the country. And I appreciate you spending some time with us this morning. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. All right, Coach. Thank you, Coach. Real quick, key just on some of the numbers Coach Franklin mentioned, because you're a little skeptical, uh, I think, on the coronavirus man, stop, testing. man. <laughs> I, I like Coach. Coach Franklin, but he needs Go to stop it. with that. He's never seen coaches get involved in medical decisions for players. I just stop that, though, Coach. I th- and I didn't want to jump on him, mm-hmm. but come on. We've watched coaches get fired from programs for doing those sort of things. We right. watched it. Play medical decisions. Yep. And the other thing I want to quickly bring to the uh, table is when it wasn't as severe as it was, Jay, back in the, you know, two, three months ago, there was a real pervasive thought to your point, Key, with regards to taking advantage of this in any way, which sounds like a really terrible thing, but reality is reality. I'm sure it crossed a couple coaches' minds that when their story came out at any campus that players went to a party and like a bunch of dudes tested positive. I think if I'm a coach and thinking like a coach, not like a public health official, you know what? Let's get all these guys to get some herd immunity. Everybody go to another frat party. Everybody get it through them. We still got three months to go till the season. Everybody get it out. We, at the time, we thought it was filtering its way through younger people, even though younger people have been affected. There was the pervasive notion that everybody get it. The notion yep. is you can't get it again, and boom, we're done. Yeah, and he, that, well, the last part was the most you know, critical, right, that you didn't think you can get it again. Now there are multiple cases out there where you can receive it twice. Right. Look, for a competitive advantage, it's like taxes, right? People are always going to toe the line to a degree. And when there's millions of dollars involved, let's not get things twisted at all that we don't think people would toe the line if there's money at stake. Can I quickly mention just for uh, Coach Franklin, Penn State is randomly testing about 1% of their population uh, daily. This is one of the biggest undergraduate schools in America. So that is a lot of people. But they have had the number of cases reported by the university doubling since last Friday. So that mm. is a concern. So they're you're testing right, 1% of their population? Yeah, randomly testing about 1% of the campus population. How do, you, how do you increase that? I mean, I know that's state funding, obviously, for a state school, but don't you? wouldn't it make sense to be testing at a higher clip? I mean, if you're having that amount of people on, I know it's random, but 1% seems like a pretty low number. Right. Then you take into account the people that are actually just walking into the clinic and say, I want to test right here, right now, because I think I might have been exposed. But you're right. 1% does seem like a no number for sure. We are two minutes away from talking to one of the new voices of Monday Night Football that's after Sports Center. Lowry left hand dribble, spins, works Walker to the edge of the lane, turns, shoots a wild fader, and buried it off the right elbow. Four point lead. Kyle Lowry, have a night, 33 points, and maybe just enough room to force this series to Friday night in game seven. Sean Kelly on ESPN Radio. Sean, let me uh, button that up for you, my friend. We are going to get a Game 7. That's because 
The Raptors balled out 125-122 in two overtimes. Game was on ESPN, heading right over to ESPN Classic. Eight guys played at least 50 minutes, including the great Kyle Lowry, who led everyone with 33 in 53 minutes. Game 7, 9 Eastern tomorrow night. The Miami Heat is awaiting the winner. We all thought it was happening. That Raptors Heat Eastern Conference Finals. Everybody saw that going. Clippers take down the Nuggets 96-85. They're up 3-1, and they're one game away from their first ever appearance in the Western Conference Finals. The Lakers can look to go up 3-1 themselves. They'll take on the Rockets tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern start for the Lakers in the bubble. And, of course, the big story, which we're going to talk about all morning long, including here in the next 30 seconds or so, the NFL is back. Yay! He's speaking for everybody with that, for sure. Texans, Chiefs, tonight at Arrowhead. Remember, they met in the divisional round last year. The Texans blew a 24-0 lead. Eventually, the Chiefs reeled off 41 unanswered to hoist Lombardi. Unbelievable. The NFL is back tonight. We're all over it this morning. SportsCenter is brought to you by Shell. Get more time to listen to our show by going to Shell and getting three things done at once. First, fill up with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus. Then save up with the Fuel Rewards program. Finally, snack up to save even more at the pump. Make the most of the stop you need to make with Shell. When you play this sport, the best thing about it is you can start over every single year. I got to focus on this season. I feel like the sky's the limit. At the end of the day, we missed the football. What can you possibly do to top this? Win another one. I just love what I do. Once again, I believe I'll be a Dallas Cowboy uh, for the rest of my career. It's the National Football League. Every team has changes every year. It's coming fast. Competition's on. I'm not going to say that I was thrilled by the pick. I wanted to be respected, and I wanted people to know my worth. I see myself doing very well in that offense. Touchdown, Kansas City! Once you enjoy it, you come back and do it again the next year. Great to hear the voices of Mahomes, Cam, Lamar, Dak, Bill Belichick, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, DeAndre Hopkins, and Mitch Holtis. Lastly, the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. He's probably waited his entire career to make that Super Bowl call for the Chiefs. Can they go back-to-back? Hasn't been done in more than a decade and a half with the Pats in the early aughts. Let's go to Lewis Riddick on the Shell Pennzoil performance line. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. He is the new member of Monday Night Football with Steve Levy and Brian Greasy. It's great to have him here this morning. Biggest thing you're looking for tonight as the NFL season kicks off between the Texans and the Chiefs. I don't think any questions, but this is about the quarterbacks tonight, man. I mean, everyone's going to be tuning in to see Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson, two of the highest paid players in the NFL, two of the young guns, you know, two two guys who really have transcendent type of ability. We already know what Pat means to the Kansas City Chiefs. We know what he means to the NFL overall. Deshaun Watson doesn't have the same kind of firepower but nevertheless, it's probably a guy who's even more electric as far as his playmaking ability outside of the pocket with his ability to run and throw. And I think with those, with those two players right, right off the bat, I think you're going to get your money's worth in this game. I'm sure as fans, everyone's looking to see just what's the NFL going to look like in this new environment? What's it going to be like in Kansas City, which is arguably one of the loudest stadiums, if not the loudest stadium in the NFL? What's it going to look like for you know at a reduced fan capacity you know, in this new environment and how is TV going to incorporate that so it's still something that fans can enjoy, you know, sitting in their living rooms tonight. 
But this is a great matchup. It's a great matchup between two coaches that are two really good friends and Andy Reid and Bill O'Brien. It's obviously the defending Super Bowl champions, a Houston Texan team that is trying to rebound, trying to get back to the playoffs and see if they can go ahead and get past the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, it's, it's a great matchup. I mean, it's a, it, there's no better way really to start this season. Lou, let me ask you this because this is what we do, predictions. Who do you predict and why <laughs> in terms of the MVP for this year? Yeah, Key, I think it's going to be – I think it's going to come down to really Pat Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. I think it will come down to those two again. Because really, I mean, you tell me why it shouldn't. I mean, Pat is set up for success. Once again, he has all of his weaponry back. He's got it. He's got most of his guys got paid. And they introduced a new guy to this offense this year in Clyde Edwards-Larry, who they drafted in the first round at LSU at running back. That's just going to make this team pretty much unfair on offense. So barring anything crazy that happens to this team or to Patrick, I don't see why he wouldn't be right there at the top of the list. And then Look, Lamar Jackson, the reigning MVP, once again, you know, he's set up to succeed as well. And they have added more weaponry for him also, namely with the drafting of uh, J.K. Dobbins out of Ohio State to go along with Mark Ingram. And then they drafted a, a wide receiver out of Texas, Devin Duvernay, who's going to go along with the other weapons that they have on the perimeter, namely Marquise Brown, Mark Andrews, a tight end. And Miles Boykin's going to have to come along at wide receiver. I mean, look, they have some weaponry there, too, that sets Lamar up to have another one of those big years. And he can, if he can do this, if he can improve in the pocket, throwing the ball outside the numbers down the field and take those big shots, then, I mean, what, how, how do you stop him? How do you stop him with his ability to already throw the ball in the middle of the field in the pocket, his ability to threaten you on the perimeter throwing the ball, and his ability to threaten you on the perimeter running the football? They improve that defense as well, so you know they're going to win games. So I think it's going to be a two-horse race again. When you look down in Tampa at Brady and his cast of characters, he'll be throwing the football too. How concerned should they be with Mike Evans in those soft tissue issues that he's been having dating all the way back to last year? Yeah, I mean, you know better than anybody how much running you guys do at wide receiver and how how much you guys have to really take that slow when you're coming back from that kind, from any kind of soft tissue injury. And you have to pretty much, when you feel as though you're good, you have to still push it out another couple of days, another week, and really, so you are, are super sure. So they need to take it slow with him and make sure Mike is there for the stretch run, or let's just say for the, for the, the rest of the season, like three quarters of the rest of the season, even if that meant taking off a couple of games here early on in the season, because you don't want it lingering. You need all your weapons on the field down there in Tampa because of what expectations are down there. It's not just hope anymore. They didn't bring Tom down there, you know, to hopefully be 8-8, eight and 9-7, eight, and 10-6 and six and get a wild card and, you know, maybe get kicked out of there in the first or second round of the playoffs. Their expectation is for them to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. That's why you bring Tom Brady. That's why you sign Ron Gronkowski, Rob Gronkowski. And that's why, you know, with a guy like Mike Evans, people are thinking this is a team that could really get over the hump. So I think you need to take care of him. You need to take it slow. And like I said, just when he says he's feeling good, give him a couple more days and make sure he's ready to go. Lou, let's talk about expectations. It seems like every single year there's always a lot of hype around the Dallas Cowboys. I know 2020 has been a year to expect the unexpected. Should we expect the unexpected with the Cowboys this year? (laughs) Yeah, if you're saying expect the unexpected as far as them actually getting to the playoffs and doing some damage, look, I'm, I'm a firm believer that the organizations that have continuity and familiarity are going to be the ones who are going to come out of the blocks the fastest this season. 
And it's not going to just be about what you have on paper. Again, it's going to be about those relationships. And there's just no way, I don't care what they're telling you down there in Dallas at this point, that they could have really formed those relationships. And not in this reduced, condensed training camp that you've had without any offseason. And then you have the unknown factor of what is your team going to look like once you get past the first month of the season and guys are kind of into their own personal routines and they're not into a training camp routine and then they're now subject to the outside world a little bit more and they have the increased risk of guys coming down COVID positive and maybe having to miss games. I mean, when you have all those factors coming into play, I I just think, again, the teams that have familiarity are going to be the ones that are going to start the fastest and be able to carry through that momentum provided that they don't get just whacked by unforeseen circumstances. So I think Dallas is behind the eight ball a little bit in that way. Now, obviously, they could prove me wrong. Mike McCarthy could be that uh, missing ingredient that puts them over the top as far as getting all these guys together and getting them to actually play to their potential, making good in-game decisions, and putting them over the top. I'm not going to bet on it, though, just because I think the teams that have, like, like the Kansas City Chiefs, even the team like the New England Patriots because of what Bill's you know, record has been there, a team like the New Orleans Saints with Sean Payton because he has been there for a while, a long time, a team like the Pittsburgh Steelers with Mike Tomlin and Ben Roethlisberger who have a very tried and true way of doing things, those are the teams, Baltimore Ravens, those are the teams that I'm looking for to really make some you know, headway right as the season starts. And again, provided any unforeseen circumstances are able to carry it through for the rest of the season. I just want to say this before we let you go. Lewis Riddick, ESPN's Monday Night Football Analyst. That just sounds 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 good. good. You know, it just sounds really, really good. I know there's a team out there that made a lot of noise last year and hype coming into the season, but they've been real, real quiet this summer. The Cleveland Browns, obviously, they got a new head coach. What do you make of what's coming out of Cleveland right now? Yeah, I mean, you know, again, this is a team, Key, that last year transitioned from hope to expectations, too. And as you saw, they didn't handle it very well. And then they had to start over once again here with Kevin Stefanski. And I, and I think that right now, on paper, and given what you know about Kevin Stefanski as far as how he likes to play offensive football in particular, and what in that, in that Gary Kubiak West Coast style of offense that is very much so run-centric, play-action pass, build off of it, run the offense through the running backs, through the tight ends, lots of play-action. I think that bodes well for Cleveland offensively and for the guy who's on the screen right now in Baker Mayfield. I think it bodes well as far as how he will give them a chance to succeed on the football field, and they won't have to, and they won't have to um, overcome a lack of coaching. So we'll, we'll see how it plays out. I think with Cleveland, look, I, I've already jumped the gun on them enough times <laughs> before the season started and gotten, and gotten too up on them and too optimistic and then only for them to let me down. Look, I'm a Cleveland Brown. I'm a guy who played up there. I, I understand what the fans are looking for up there. I understand how, how much heartbreak they've gone through. I just want to see what they can do on this football field. But I think Kevin Stefanski gives them a chance, particularly on offense, for them to finally realize their potential and see if they can really – you know, make Baker Mayfield in the quarterback that they thought he was going to be when they drafted him number one overall. That's going to be Baker's fourth coach in three years. If you're watching on TV, you certainly know Lou is a Browns guy. has got that Browns helmet right over his left shoulder. There it is, huh? Right yeah. there. Love it. Dandy Don, Al, Frank, Dan, Cosell, Levy, Greasy, Riddick. What an exclusive mm. group to be. And congratulations. We'll see a Monday night in Denver for the second half of our Monday night doubleheader to end week one. Lou, thank you so much. You bet, guys. Take care. All right, sweet Lou. All right, Lou.
That's a pretty good group, huh? Wow. Keyshawn J. Wills, you've been brought to you by Goodyear. Movement is always driving us forward, whether it's on the track, the court, or on the field. Every move we make, every road we choose to go down, and every single mile marker we pass leads us to find out just how far we can go. Goodyear, more driven. Still to come, Key's favorite. Take it or shake it. Yes or no. Can Wentz finish a season? Who's got more pressure than McVeigh? And can Bill win Coach of the Year with Cam instead of Tom? We'll talk about all that and more. It's the NFL opener tonight. That's on the way. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Pretty simple. Take it, yes. Shake it. it or no. Shake it. Well, that's coming. That's coming. He's Jay's just getting ready. If you're new to this game, you'll see the energy here in just a moment. Essentially, it will give you a topic and you tell us, is this worth taking or see you later? All Zubin, right. why are we even answering the first question? Why <laughs> yeah, are we doing this to him? Whether you're an Eagles fan or a fan of just the NFL, I think we kind of have to be skeptical with this one. Key, straight up. Carson Wentz, who has been able to get through seasons, but also is more known for not being able to finish them. Let's keep it that way. Carson will play 16 games this year for the Eagles. Shake it! Shake it! He will not finish 16. He may start 16, but based on recent history with Carson, he hasn't been able to finish games. He's been in and out of the lineup a lot lately. This is one of the reasons that they prompted uh, the Eagles prompted themselves to go up and get Jalen Hurts and draft him in the second round as Alabama an insurance yep. insurance policy. What do you think? Yep, they they also have Josh McCown just waiting, getting paid and <laughs> at home. At home, and I also say this: no OTAs, no preseason. Uh, you wonder where guys will be on reps. Those hits come fast, man. Josh McCown sitting home in the state of Texas. Get your money, Josh. That said, the Texans, key, take it or shake it, will win the AFC South again this season. Take it. Take Take it. it. I I know that there's a lot of people questioning DeAndre Hopkins' move, so a little worried about what the offense will look like. I think the offense will, will be in a much better position 
they don't have to worry about getting one guy to football. Deshaun can become a complete quarterback by delivering the ball to multiple people. Uh, in, in the division as a whole, is not very good. I don't think the Indianapolis Colts going out and getting Phillip Rivers have pushed them over the top. Yeah, the Titans Tennessee, there. Tennessee is where they're at. I mean, they squeaked into the playoffs and made a nice little cute run, as I like to say. And then when you think about the Jaguars, we all know what that is. We do. I, I just don't know who I don't I don't know who Deshaun Watson is going to throw the ball to. Brandon Cooks, I, or yeah, who's on injury or Ken, list, or, or, Kenny, injury or Kenny Steele's, or Fuller. Fuller. I mean, okay. he's okay. got people to throw it to. I'm just not discounting Derrick Henry and what I'm seeing last year from Ryan Tannehill. I'm okay. just saying. How about offense? You guys are talking offensive guys, and this guy's an offensive guru. Sean McVay of the Rams, they'll open against the Cowboys Sunday Night Football, has the most pressure on him of any coach in the NFL. Key. Shake it. Shake, Shake it. it. There's no pressure on him. I mean, he's coming off of two years ago. He was in the Super Bowl. His, he brought a, a certain type of enthusiasm, energy to the Rams offense. It, it sparked something, and they take a little step back. They took a little step back a year ago, but he just signed an extension. So there's no no pressure on him at all. He's just got to the, – the honeymoon period is over in L.A. That's all. He's just got to get back to some winning ways and some explosive offense. Off the top of my head, two coaches with way more pressure. You think about Dan Quinn and Lane Falcons, and then also think about Matt Nagy. I mean, we were up Matt, to, Matt Patricia. I don't Patricia. know if that's well, pressure kinda, in yeah. Detroit. Matt Nagy, though, Chicago Bears. That's going to be interesting to watch. No question about it. Bears will open with the Lions. Take it or shake it is brought to you by Granger. Lamar, last seen winning a unanimous MVP, will – do it again, take it or shake it. Shake it! Shake, shake it! Yeah, no, he's not. The MVP trophy goes somewhere else. He'll still have a great season and lead Baltimore to the playoffs and probably win his first playoff game. But as far as the MVP trophy, I don't think so. I mean, he burst onto the scene with just electrifying play last year, and he'll continue to do those sort of things. But he won't duplicate the same type of success running the ball. I think they'll try and keep him and teach him how to throw the ball a little better from the pocket, especially on the vertical stretch game. Um, you know, MVPs, once again, y'all hand them out like Tic Tacs around here, man. <laughs> Lombardi Trophy and MVP. It's like, oh, he's the MVP. We're going to give it to him. They're going to win the Lombardi. It's like, come on, man, stop. Oh, can I ask you a question? Are, are you saying because now teams – have a lot more tape on him, a lot more schemes, keep him controlled in the pocket, that he's not going to be as successful throwing the ball deep? No, no, no. You, you, what, what happens in these situations, you want him to evolve as a quarterback, so you want him to get better at throwing the ball deep, Hollywood Brown and those guys. You want him to be more efficient. I, I understand what you want him to do, but you're saying he's not going to win MVP, so you're saying he's going to take a step back from what those numbers were last year? Well, he basically won MVP because he burst onto the scene and really did a hell of a job in terms of running the ball. Dude rushed for over 1,000 yards. That doesn't happen at the quarterback spot. I don't think he gets to 1,000. I think he's probably looking at 750. Okay. I mean, but those, those 750 is going to be ridiculous. Right. You know, it just won't be the the spin move. You know, remember the spin move? I don't know, who was it, Cincinnati they were playing? I think so. Uh, yeah. yeah, the spin yeah. move. Mm. The way he torched the Rams on that Monday night, it's okay. it, that sort of stuff just doesn't happen. Thank you. I just need some more context from you. you know, right. And Thank unanimous you. MVP, that's just a level you just can't meet, even if you're hard, super, man. super good the it's next hard. year. Right? Unanimous. The Chiefs will be in the AFC title game for the third straight season. Go ahead and take it. Take it or take, shake it. Go ahead and take it. Take it. Take, take it! it! Take it. I, I, I say, you know, it's so early, so I'm going with it. I want to see them play some games, and I may come back a month from now and say no. 
but based on the way they ended the season, their offseason signings, their moves, they didn't lose anybody significant off the coaching staff. Usually when teams win a Super Bowl, people go and gut the staff, and that didn't happen with this team at all. Eric Bieniemy comes back, defensive coordinator comes back, Andy Reid's back, so you have some sort of continuity that's still there. You don't have to couch it. You can change your pick in a couple of weeks. Just take it now with, with confirmation, Key. Just take it now I gotta with see confirmation. What, I took well, we it, can wait a couple of weeks. Because I, I got some other teams that it. I think other are good. teams in this division. I think Pittsburgh and Mike Tomlin and Ben Roethlisberger is going to be good. They're not going away. Then pick them. No, I'm not going to say that. All right, then. Take it or shake it as you get back to business. Granger is there to help with supplies and solutions for every industry, safety recovery guides, 24 7 support, and more. Visit Granger.com slash recovery. NFL predictions, some doozies from the guys are next. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. You can hear the show live weekdays at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio, ESPN News, or wherever you stream your audio. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.